What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the AEW Insider. I'm glad I got to do this show. I'm going to be busy this weekend. I got a double feature tonight. I'm taking my daughter to about an hour away to a drive-in. We're going to go see a double feature of Clueless and Mean Girls. Should be a fun time for me. Not. No, I'm only joking. I love Clueless, Mean Girls, not so much, but I'll do whatever I got to do for her. And then tomorrow, we're actually going back to the same drive-in to watch Night of the Demons, and they're actually going to have Amelia Kincaid, a.k.a. Amanda, from the film there. So I'll be able to get her to sign the steelbook and buy a poster from her that's autographed. So it's good things ahead. I'm glad I was able to get the show out. I won't lie to you. If you do watch the YouTube show, it's pretty much the same show besides a couple things. So if you want to tune out now, I don't blame you. Um, I'll watch TakeOver when I will get when I do get home from the drive-in tomorrow night. And then we'll do a show in a couple of days. Remember, if you do want to win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure, stick around to the end of the episode. Let's get to AEW. Well, a big shout out to AEW and AEW Dynamite. They're having their one-year anniversary. The company and the product are great. I knew they would do it, and they actually have. They said October 7th, this Wednesday, will be a big celebration for their milestone, and they're also going to be doing a Chris Jericho 30-year career tribute. So make sure you tune in, peeps. I believed in these guys from the start. I was fans of the Bullet Club and even fans of them before that, literally. New Japan independent scene. When there were talks of starting their own promotion, I believed in it. A lot of people did, but a lot more didn't. Fought with them online, all that. Boom. In January, they announced it. Then all the haters and non-believers like, oh, well, they got it. They don't have a TV deal. They're not going to get one. Told them all they would, and they did. I believed in these guys so much, I even named my channel and podcast after them. So congratulations to everybody, and thank you so much for all you've done so far and what you're going to do. We already know their TBS or TNT deal got uh, extended for four years, and he already got greenlit for a second show. So there's definitely good things ahead on the horizon for AEW. Now, TakeOver 31 on the WWE, it is tomorrow night. It kicks off at 6.30 p.m. So I do have the full card and my predictions. First off, we'll start with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match, which we do have Santos Escobar defending his title against Isaiah Swerve Scott. Now, I'm a big Swerve Mark. I followed him on the Indies last April at Sammy uh, Callahan's Pancakes and Pile Drivers 3 during WrestleMania week. We were there. Swerve actually had his last independent match. He signed with WWE. He was heading off to the Performance Center, and we got to see his last match there. So that was very cool. The dude is a huge talent. They do use him, but they don't use him as much as they should. They're definitely going to in the future because Swerve is a star. But unfortunately, I don't think it's time for him to beat Santos Escobar yet. So even though I love Swerve, I want to see him win. I got to go with Santos to, to retain his title on this one. Next up, we do have Kushida versus the Velveteen Dream. Now, I filed Kushida in Japan also. He had his same fake Marty McFly time uh, traveling gimmick. And Velveteen Dream, I'm a huge fan of also. But we know Velveteen Dream's been in a lot of hot water. 
with what he's been doing and, well, supposedly been doing. If he was really sitting there grooming boys for sex or being a, pre a predator, a pedophile, WWE would have definitely got rid of him. They got rid of a lot of people for a lot less than that. So who knows what's going on with that. But I think Kushida is going to win this. Kushida needs his real, real push that he does deserve. The Dream really doesn't need it. So I'm going to go with Kushida on this one. Next up, we do have the NXT North American Championship ladder match, which is my boy Johnny Gargano trying to take the belt off for Damian Priest. Now, I love this whole Gargano and the Candice LeRae thing. They want to win both the belts, first husband and wife to win them, or to win them on the same night, what have you. But uh, Damian Priest has been an awesome champ. He just got the belt. I love the celebrations afters and the, and the promos he cuts. Even though I do love Johnny Gargano, I don't see him taking a belt off of Priest. And unfortunately, I don't feel what they want to have come to fruition with him and his wife winning the belt at the same time, at the same night, while on the same night. All right, peeps, I got to take a break real quick. I'm just droning on. I'm stuttering, fucking this up for you guys. So when we get back, I got the rest of the card. Plus, I do have some awesome wrestling news. There was a marriage today between two pro wrestlers and all that. So we got you covered. I'll be right back. All right, peeps, thank you very much for coming back. Remember, stick around to the end of the episode to find out how you can win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in a number one. Now let's get back to TakeOver 31. Next up, we do have the NXT Women's Championship match. We have Eero Shiri or Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Now, this will be a great match. People sleep on LeRae because NXT has not done the greatest job of showing off her skills. She kicked ass on the indies, but they do not do much with her in NXT. It would be great to see her and Johnny as champs at the same time, as I said before, but I think Johnny will lose. Yet I feel Candice will win. Eo is my gal. She's amazing in the ring. She's gorgeous. But I think Lorraine might take this one tomorrow night. And finally, we do have the NXT Championship match, which is Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Now, I've been a huge fan of Kyle. Kyle I don't know why I keep fucking butchering his name. Kyle O'Reilly for years. I followed him and Bobby Fish on the indies. They used to go under the name Red Dragon. And they were legit one of the top five tag teams on the planet. But I've also seen his single runs. Both O'Reilly and Roderick Strong from Undisputed are amazing single competitors. O'Reilly is very skilled in Kayate and submission holds, and he's very, very funny. Now, I'm so glad that he's finally getting his proper push in WWE. It just sucks for him that it's so early in Finn Balor's second run as NXT champ. So, unfortunately, O'Reilly will not win this one. And you never know. Adam Cole could come out to help his buddy and then turn on him. This could be the end of Undisputed and the start of main roster call-ups for the members. I don't know. We're going to have to see. I love the Undisputed, but I think they hold each other back by being a faction. Like I said, if it wasn't Balor he was facing and it wasn't so early into Balor's title run, O'Reilly could win this, but he's, it's not his time right now. So, I got to go with Balor. 
All right. Now, as what people are saying and what the rumors are saying, that NXT is moving to a new location. They're supposed to be moving from full sale to the performance center, <clears throat> excuse me, center, which would be a downgrade for me. I think full sale is the place for NXT to be. Other rumors are saying that they're going to be moving to an outside arena. Now, that would be awesome. There's definitely truth to it because in an interview, Triple H said NXT and its location for TakeOver 31 are going to blow people's minds tomorrow. It's going to have a new look, a new everything. He said it's going to be game changing. So I'm definitely excited for TakeOver Sunday. I reported a few weeks back that politician Andrew Yang is gunning for the WWE, mainly for calling their employees independent contractors, yet controlling every aspect of their life inside and outside of the ring. Well, WWE just announced that they are taking full control over their talent's Twitter accounts. It's supposed to be happening within the next four weeks. Andrew Yang heard about this, and this is what he had to say. He said, this would be infuriating to me. If I had spent time building up my social media channels only to have WWE take them over from their independent contractors, people are angry and rightfully so. News backstage is that WWE superstars are livid about it. And it's said that WWE is going to give them part of the revenue. That's right, part of the revenue of the channels they created. Now, of course, they're going to get a lot more eyes on their channels with WWE backing it and promoting it, but it's bullshit. And then come to find out that wrestlers get a downside. Even if you're not selling T-shirts or you're injured or you're not doing main events or fucking uh, live events or on TV, there's a guaranteed rate that you will get. Come to find out the, the, uh, the percentage that WWE is going to give them for taking over the Twitch channel actually comes out of their downside in the contract. So it sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me, but it's definitely already happening. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae had to remove their merchant site, their merch from third-party sites, and expected a bunch of WWE or other WWE stars to follow. So like I said, it's a bunch of bullshit, peeps. Instead of taking a break and jumping you guys for another commercial, I'll just finish out the show. On to And don't mind me, I'm sick today. That's why I sound like I do. On to Impact Wrestling. A big shout out to Jordan Grace and her new husband, Jonathan Gresham. They tied the knot. Both are awesome wrestlers and from their social medias, they look like they're truly in love. So here at the AEW Insider, we wish you two the best. Now a random and wrestling sporting news story. Rumors have it that ex-WWE star Leo Rush has started an OnlyFans account. I don't know who the fuck would want to see it, but I guess best of luck, man. Times must be hard. He must be going the Aaron Carter route. Aaron Carter was an ex-pop singer who made an account a few weeks ago. He actually masturbated and ejaculated on camera. He made like almost 40 grand for doing it. But a slew of gay men are the ones who paid and tuned in, and there are very few women. So I guess Leo is looking to cash in on that also. Crazy shit. All right, Pete's. Remember, if you want to win a WWE Fiend Elite action figure, you could do it one or two ways. You could either go to our Facebook, we're under the AEW Insider, and just join our group. Besides that, you can go to our uh, YouTube. We're under the AEW Insider. You have to be a subscriber. 
Besides that, pick any video, including the new one I put up yesterday, like, share, and comment. So go to YouTube, subscribe, like, share, and comment, or go to Facebook and join our group. Both of them are under the AEW Insider. We're at 260 subs. As soon as we hit 300, I will do a raffle for the winner, and somebody's going to be taking home a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in the number one. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps. We'll be right